0: All right. Hello, Idiots on Parade, the Too Ugly for TV podcast. Good morning, Jake. How's it going? All is well here, listeners. uh, We are recording late this week. Uh, It's new podcast Monday, and we are recording on Monday, November 4th, so you are uh, probably used to having this ready at the go because I post it so that it comes out 5 a.m. on Monday, but so much going on. Uh, last week, I was in Atlantic City, and we were supposed to record, but the internet at my hotel sucked. There was no way we could have uh, Skyped one another, because just just spotty, shitty internet that kept dropping. Because I was at a casino.
1: Ah, they, they want you down
0: on the floors, not up in the rooms. Exactly. In fact, the last, the last time I was at a hotel without internet was a casino, Uh, Usually, you know, most of them still have it because they're like, fine, we got to. But yeah, it's it's shitty. And this was this was no different. This was shitty. But you know what? I'll bet
1: five years from now when the gambling apps are really a lot further, because right now the gambling apps are in kind of the flip phone stage. Once they're in about iPhone 4 stage, something tells me the Internet is going to be very good in those hotels because you will be able to download the hotel's app that will have all the slot machines you can play from your phone.
0: That makes sense. Now, I, um, hmm, I'm i not sure how I want to do this because I just...
1: Uh, oh, that, what about that? What if we make a casino where maybe we do that in the future when we have the ability to do it, but what if each room had its own like slot machine in the room? You know, and, and it was just sort of installed in the side w- where the wall is. And we, you, you know, we, we we put a bunch of shit on it. You know, it's not, you can't break into it. There's a camera, that kind of thing. It's like a little booth in the corner. So we're not like filming in the inside of their, uh, you, you know, bedroom. But yeah, in case they're just taking a nap, getting bored, they can go over
0: and play a slot machine. Surprised they have. I'm trying not to sneeze. I'm surprised they haven't thought of that. <coughs> oh, fuck. Wow, that was a good one. Yeah, I'm surprised they don't have in-room gambling. Uh, something I'm not sure what, but yeah, that uh... if
1: only Trump would have hired us when he had those casinos, he wouldn't have gone bankrupt.
0: So I saw that. Let, let's get into this. Um, Atlantic City. I'm walking the boardwalk, and you know it's it's um, October. I was there last week, so we're out of the summer peak season when you would walk on a boardwalk where there'd be a beach and there's a. a a ferris wheel and a pier with all sorts of kid activities and in the distance and trump is nowhere on my mind but in the distance not not too far but you know like say a city block down i see this ugly ugly structure whereas there are some modern buildings there there are some classic looking buildings this is just this weird it stands out as being just architecturally ugly Right, but
1: then it bummed you out when you got a little closer, and you're like, God damn it, that used to be a blockbuster. I used to have good times going in there.
0: (laughs) Well, they just at least looked normal and modern. This was just sad. It was dilapidated, but it was also, even if it hadn't been dilapidated, you're you're like, this is just not physically attractive. And so get close, and you realize it's an abandoned building right in the heart of Atlantic City, and only when you get right on top of it do you see the faded Trump casino sign, and you say, holy oh, shit. Oh, wow, the
1: casino sign's still on it, huh?
0: Well, no, it's gone. It's fate. Like, they they took the sign well, down. Well, right, but I mean, but I,
1: I would have thought they would have done something with the building or knocked it down, put something there. I don't, it's I don't know. It's
0: too ugly to do anything with. That's the thing is, it's, it's you have to wonder who likes something that garish? Who looks at it, at the architectural plans and say says yes? Who sees it going up and says we need to continue down this path. And I'm not shitting on Trump, even though I am, but that's the kind of person it is. When you look at his solid gold decor, New York uh, apartment, his Manhattan apartment, and you think, well, that's that's just ugly. And you look at this building, and he he approved this. He looked at it and said, no, this is a good idea. And it's absolutely not. There, There's nothing about it that screams, enter this building, you're going to have a good time. It looks like... Someone wanted to make an Asian themed Benny Hahas and failed because you can't get a sense of what they were going for. It's not modern, it's not a throwback, it's not classical, it's not like 50s. It's Wait a minute, you mean to ugly. tell
1: me a guy with that crazy spray tan and that hair who doesn't always make the best decisions when it comes to aesthetics?
0: <laughs> exactly. It was so, Does so Sometimes
1: spend extra money to make something look
0: terrible. I think that the thing that disappointed me was the fact that I didn't see it from a distance and go that's got to be the Trump Hotel. It's so ugly. The the thing that disappointed me is that I was actively surprised just thinking who would make something so ugly. And then when I saw the outline that said Trump, because I went, oh, my God, how could I have missed that? I am right. a bad Sherlock Holmes.
1: Sure, sure. Yeah, um, that's, that's, that's cr- I can't believe it's still there, man.
0: Yeah, you'd think they would knock it down and put something or, in its place. Or do
1: something, yeah.
0: But maybe Atlantic City isn't, uh, isn't doing that well. Um, I guess, man. I was, I was staying two hotels away from, and I didn't realize this until a friend pointed it out, the Ocean Hotel and Casino, which is apparently where Ray Rice fam- uh, famously clocked his uh, fiance in the elevator and ended his football career. That was, wait, you, you were staying there? No, I was staying uh, two two casinos down from it. He oh, okay. Me, he wanted me to go over and take a picture of the elevator, and I'm like, meh, I think I'm going to pass on that, but... Is was, that
1: is that a tourist attraction, taking selfies in the elevator? There's couples posing, like, on their honeymoon? Right. Like, the, the, he's pretending to knock her unconscious or whatever?
0: You'd think. I mean, that would be funny. I, uh, I visited the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino while I was there, and look i i it's a beautiful casino i'm not i'm not insulting it but i will say this the hard rock hotel and casino has has range they they do have range because um in the lobby at one point uh in a display in a wall is frank sinatra's piano and it says right here frank sinatra's piano used for this recording uh this year so on and so forth you turn around. You don't have to walk anywhere. You literally turn around. And on the wall opposite Frank Sinatra's piano is a shirt by Miley Cyrus, a shirt and tie from Marilyn Manson, and a hat from Limp Biscuit. It is a, a montage of who's who, of who sucks. And it's just funny that you think. Wait, they- was Limp Biscuit, who, who were the first two? Miley Cyrus and uh, Marilyn Manson.
1: I, I, I like Marilyn Manson. Come on, man. He doesn't. He doesn't belong in those categories. Some, no, some, he, uh horrible. Tourniquet. That was a great one. No.
0: I. But I just think it's funny that they don't even have like a, a sucks section of the Hard Rock. They have Frank and these people right next to one another. I'll, I'm going to say this about Marilyn Manson. Um, he doesn't belong next to Sinatra. But come on, he definitely doesn't belong next to Fred Durst. I think so. I. But here's here's why I think he does. I. Years and years ago, in the 90s, when Marilyn Manson was big, yeah, it would have been the 90s, I uh, gave bass lessons for a while, because I was not bad at playing bass, and this kid comes in and wants to learn Marilyn Manson songs, and I'd never really listened to him, and so... Bring the CD, put it in the CD player, and I start playing along with the song immediately. It's so simplistic and dumb and bad, and the kid is just freaked up, going, "How did you do that? Do you know the song?" And I am trying to be nice and saying, "No, it's it's not that I know the song. It's just that it's really, really bad and easy to figure out as you are listening to it." There is yeah, but this is the bass, right? Well, I mean the whole, the whole structure of the song. It's just bad. Okay. And everything's yeah. bad. It's not like well, it, but that's the thing is a, a
1: lot of. I would imagine a lot of Sex Pistols songs ain't the ain't the most difficult for a seasoned guitarist to play. That you know, and True. they 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 could barely play their instruments. They you know they'd been playing for fucking twenty minutes before they started that band, and they were on heroin the whole time. But it was still great music.
0: Um, I would argue against it being great music too. They 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 are iconic, and they made a left a stamp on the music world. But you go back as an adult and you listen to the Sex Pistols and you're like, they got one or two iconic songs, but overall, uh, never mind the uh, here come the Sex Pistols. Never mind the Bullocks, is that the name? Not not that great an album.
1: What are you talking about? That, that was an amazing album.
0: It's I'd revisit it. It's one of those things. where... I'll put
1: them right up there with Sinatra. goddammit. it.
0: <laughs> um, Nodding had... off on
1: heroin and everything, right next to Frank.
0: To me, uh, now, and this, this just goes as far as musicality and songs, like, you listen to, okay, let's talk about punk rock, Green Day, Mike Durant, that guy can play the bass. It's not the most complex, but it's melodic, and it's interesting, and it works with the music. I, I think he's a fantastic bass player if you want to talk about punk music.
1: Oh, God, dude, Sex
0: Pistols are so much better than Green Day. What are you talking about? Not even close, no. Oh, bullshit. Nope that that's that's one of those things where you think you have to like the Sex Pistols because they're honest and pure and they came first. I I I challenge you to revisit their album, and I mean aside from God Save the Queen, I can't even think of a second song by them right now.
1: Oh, uh, bodies man
0: mm. submission. All right, I'll listen to those two. But like the Clash, punk, they're great. They are. F- Fucking All right, good. I was going to
1: say, if you're going to talk shit about the Clash and say that Green Day is better than the Crash, like, come on. I don't hate Green Day, but it's, dude, it's not, it's not up there with Sex Pistols.
0: I'll revisit Dookie, front to back. That is a fantastic, catchy, poppy. Again, yeah, their early, the early stuff
1: was great, man. But like, I, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's no Sex Pistols. But for that for that hair jelly fucking nineties that late nineties punk it's pretty good but it's 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 i i i like i like the dirtier sweatier the music you can smell as you're listening to it. you know like that's 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 good punk rock
0: well i mean you said uh, green Day's earlier stuff their later stuff is good too revolution radio it's immensely listenable um i, I Sex Pistols flamed out after one album. Did they even put out a second one? I don't know.
1: I don't think they did. I, I think they had like they. I think they had uh, what they had. Never mind the Bullocks. But then it was just. I, I think they had like an LP or they they released another one, but it was a lot of the same songs. And it was it was kind of weird, man. And then they had some like live stuff, but they were you know they were pretty fucked up, man. Yeah, they were <laughs> like it's hard to get it together when you're that fucked up.
0: This is true, but I agree. I mean, you are right. They they did didn't sid vicious not even know how to play the bass when he was made the bass player of the band <laughs> Did- i mean y- yeah
1: it was it, you know it's it's you're looking at simple music but there's there's a certain kind of grittiness to it that just sort of works you know it's sort of like a modern art painting where it, where it like technically it might just be splotches of paint thrown in a canvas but when it works it fucking works man and the sex pistols worked
0: I agree with you on the idea of what qualifies as artistic merit and splotched and paintings. What you relate to, I will admit that I don't relate to the Sex Pistols. Now, when it comes to grit and dirt and musicality, Guns and Roses, their their first album, Appetite oh, for fucking Destruction. Fucking love me some Guns and Roses and uh, uh, Duff McGegan, f- Yeah, fucking fantastic bass player. I mean, he is doing harmonies and well. That's with, a with with shitload bass. of
1: really good musicians all mashed together man it is like they're they're all great
0: izzy was i mean steven might yeah. be the least in the band and he was good enough to even fucking rock it as a heroin addict i mean yeah. there's there's a heroin. they, they, they addict were all that great play
1: musicians. every one of them yeah yeah
0: anyway um yeah so that's, that's that's what i did i was in atlantic city and i i had no internet but uh so we, we went down a tangent good for us um, shows were great by the way They were a lot of fun It was funny because I'm staying in a nice casino And there's a nice showroom and it's beautiful And I'm sort of getting hyped up For the first show like wow This, is, this isn't like your shitty Midwest Native American casino This is, this is, this is big time baby This is Atlantic City And yep. then the people are still the you know elderly white trash That, that go to casinos and think That's yeah. a good idea But they were fantastic audiences they, they were there to see the show And I had a lot of fun
1: yeah it's it's not it's not like the movies where the casinos are a bunch of young good looking people you know right dressed dress like Sinatra like that's not it's not happening
0: no it's it's the same just uh, as I just said it's the same people that think going to a casino is a good idea and a vacation and they are older and they are not well educated i did uh this was funny I got into a i don't want to call it an argument but a a nice discussion in the Hard Rock Casino. There is an art gallery, and so I'm like, "Well, this is amusing." I went in, and the artists were all musicians. And prominently displayed was Paul Stanley of Kiss. Yeah, L- love me some Kiss. They're great. Uh, as a painter, I just thought it was funny because they had the art for sale, and there were some two thousand dollar paintings there by Paul Stanley from Kiss. And I sort of asked the person I'm like, okay, you know, Kiss is a great band. I'm not going to insult them or make fun, but the, the, he's painting pictures of Gene Simmons, he's painting self-pictures of, you know, of, of him as the star child. Is anybody really buying this? And she's like, "Oh yeah, last month was my biggest month in commission." I'm wow. Like, really people are buying Paul Stanley paintings. And she's like, "Yeah, we sell you know, like a bunch." I'm All right. I I don't get it. I don't understand it, but what do I know?
1: That's pretty wild, man. But then again, if, if you look at kind of the age range of his, uh, his demographic, they're, they're, you know, they, they, they got money now, so they'll spend it on shit like that.
0: I suppose. Speaking of age rage, I thought this was kind of funny. Um, I saw a meme yesterday of uh, Ron Swanson from The Office running yeah. in a hurry, uh, but the caption above it was, when 40-year-old men discover that Rage Against the Machine is reuniting. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I hated that because i fit that so well because my first thought was wait a second rage is getting back together and then i quick googled it and they are gonna do yeah. a limited tour next year but I then i realized yeah. yeah i'm i'm basically ron swanson in a hurry to see rage against the machine this fits my demographic perfectly it's it's funny yeah. and embarrassing at the same time
1: yeah no that's it's it's awesome they're back together
0: hopefully the, right now it's a very limited tour i hope they do a bigger one but uh, we will see right
1: I'm I'm sure they will, man. There's got to be there's there's a lot of money in it, and I'm sure, I'm sure the fans are going to be fucking stoked at every single one of those shows. I I don't see how they couldn't, you know.
0: Well, not only is there a lot of money in it, but they are doing it in an election year, which means they are trying right. to make a point. Yeah, people are pumped. Yes, yes, yes. All right, so let's uh, let's start getting into some news stories, shall we? All right. All right. First one up. Um, i thought this was probably one of the most interesting news stories i have ever seen read texas attorney convicted of scamming drug traffickers like all right interesting headline i will click on it you have my attention and what you find out is this texas attorney told drug dealers that he drug traffickers if they gave him money he would act as an intermediary and bribe politicians to they don't really say what loosen drug laws or yeah that's what it was kind of
1: unclear for me when i read it i was i was sort of confused at what he was actually doing you know
0: right so the drug dealers turn him into the fbi and he gets convicted and goes to jail wow. for, the thing that makes this so fucked up is who thinks it is a good idea to fuck with drug traffickers who thinks, oh yeah, I'll take your money and not follow through on my promises and now he's in jail where, gee, who has easy access to prisoners in jail? Oh, that's right, drug traffickers. Right, yeah. Where, that's, where well, was this a good I, idea? Guys like
1: that, they kind of go to their own little I mean, they're more or less in solitary, right? I mean, it's, it's kind of like how, you, you know, if a cop gets locked up they usually got to kind of put them someplace else.
0: Yeah, but this is best-case scenario for him is, A, going to jail, and B, solitary, because unless he—well, it's said he scammed roughly $1.5 million, which is enough to disappear if you want to live a quiet life in an apartment in rural Montana, right? where they don't have apartments because it's rural Montana. But drug traffickers will find you. The best-case scenario is he goes to jail and is isolated— if he doesn't go to jail and gets isolated, he's he's getting a Colombian necktie. They, uh, who why, who thinks it's a good idea to scam drug traffickers?
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's just a thing that you 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 don't think about like drug dealers going to the cops when you're a judge. You know, I I just I I don't think he saw that move coming.
0: No, that's I mean the fact that. <laughs> hey uh it's fucking my,
1: hilarious that they did it
0: yeah, I'm Pablo Escobar's cousin, and uh this guy ripped me off and the judge is yeah uh, the the, the, right. the FBI's like, wait a second, you're who but let's get this this <laughs> lawyer this Texas attorney like they uh, it's it boggles the mind
1: yeah it's it's wild man
0: I wish we had more uh humor in it, but uh
1: yeah. i I wish there was more detail like I want to know what what the guy was actually doing because what's he gonna it seemed like he was he was getting politicians to, I, I don't know, maybe get, let them into the states easier. I, I mean, I don't know what a politician would do for them that a judge can't already do. Just take a normal bribe judge. Just be like, I'll let your cousin off if you give me a hundred grand. You know, you got to keep it simple with this shit.
0: Yeah. Well, this next story is something you called... The instant it hit the news, we're going back to where you and I got it wrong to begin, where when the whole Ukrainian thing hit, we said it's probably a big nothing burger, and here we are several weeks later, and impeachment right, right. has been voted on. You said it's amusing that Donald Trump is calling out Hunter Biden for being entitled, and here we are, and the headline is, Donald Trump, Donald Trump Jr. says, I wish I was like Hunter Biden... I could, quote, make millions off my father's presidency.
1: Yeah, that's that's, that's pretty crazy. I I love how delusional he is. In his eyes, he is a self-made man. Donald Trump Jr. started at the ground floor, and now he's here.
0: Exactly. He said it uh, on Hannity without any sense of irony or... He he said it straight-faced. Like, absolutely believed, oh yeah, I'm insulting this guy who lived off his dad's name, when he literally is the junior of someone who, he has his father's name. Oh yeah, man. And
1: and the thing is, it's like, I, I think it is good to kind of look at maybe how that situation happened, and not like, oh, was this illegal, but just the sort of, because, I, I mean, I assume that that happens all the time, just because I'm cynical and shit, like... In, you know, 10 years or whatever, there's a good chance somebody at some big, you know, private entity somewhere is going to be handing, um, Obama's daughters, a massive check for way too much money for not doing a whole hell of a lot more than having the last name Obama. I assume that's happening with Chelsea Clinton now. You know, like it, it probably happens with everybody. the Bush's daughters, everybody. I assume that happens with all of them that are up there. Cheney, all, all of them, you know? Um, and yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of fucked up or whatever, but it's like if, of, of all people. Uh, like, uh, Trump's kids? Really? Are, are you
0: fucking kidding me? Yeah, I agree with you 100%. And here's how I feel. I agree with you that Hunter Biden... I, I believe the Bidens when they say nothing inappropriate happened. I think there are two separately... I think there can be two separate instances where a... I think
1: something can be inappropriate but not illegal.
0: Well, I, I don't know about inappropriate. I just think maybe stupid. Like, here's here's what I'm going to say i absolutely believe hunter and joe biden when they say we didn't talk policy um i didn't do any favors i also believe hunter biden got handed a ton of money and got put on that board to influence his father and otherwise he would if he had just applied as you know joe schmo he would not have gotten that he right. absolutely exactly. there's every no fucking door way. open for him right and then you know maybe he can make suggestions but i i You you look the Obama presidency is what they made the joke that went all eight years without a huge scandal because right
1: it's kind of like how you know how um, uh, back back in the in the feudal days with kings and queens and shit you would like marry off your daughters and your nephews and things like that uh, to to get things sometimes it was direct like hey we are getting this for this marriage and it would be direct sometimes it was just. Just a loose, like, hey, let's kind of keep our keep our kingdoms close, you know, and and sort of just we'll 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 be friendly like that. We're sort of family ish, so it'll make you know we'll, we'll we'll kind of scratch each other's backs in the future, you know. That kind, I mean, that's what that shit's all about. That that's why you give a politician's kid a, a huge paycheck like that for basically showing up with a with a certain
0: last name. Absolutely, and and you. Cross your fingers and hope that he talks to his dad and says, "Hey, uh, this contract is good. It's legit. We should invest in it, or you should clear the way." That's absolutely why it happens.
1: I mean, I, I, I think it's—is it a little shady? Yeah, but the thing is, is it's shadier how he went about getting getting that looked into, and that's that's kind of the problem with with having a guy in off like in in the head political office. Who's never been in a political office, and his whole thing has just been, um, you know, the, the private sector is. And people think that, well, it's good because the private sector does much better than the government, and it's like, yeah, but they they run different, you know. I, I he is used to dealing with companies, so when he gets on the phone with 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 a foreign diplomat or somebody, you, you know, a prime minister, whoever, he's he in his mind is looking at him. As the head of a company, and he's talking to the uh, another head of a company, and it, it's it's there's different shit in play when you're the head of a state talking to another head of the state. You know, he looks at himself as one company. He looks at uh, the Bidens as just a rival company. So he gets on the phone with the president of Ukraine, and he's in his mind, he sort of just feels like he's talking to a company he's friendly with and why why wouldn't you try to use you know companies you're friendly with to try to go at rival companies you know businesses do that shit all the time and so that's that's just sort of the the playing field he's used to playing on and so then he does shit like this and it's like well no you you can't you can't do that to other politicians in your companies even in your in your countries even if they're rivals because it's not just another you know corporation that you're dealing with you're dealing with the head of the state and you you are the head of state and so you you there's just, there's a lot more rules in play and he's going to either totally ignore those rules or or, or not know them at all even
0: I agree with you and that's why it's disappointing when all the republicans rally around and say oh he did nothing wrong he clearly did something wrong and unconstitutional and like you just said it's easy to explain why he did it it's just you have to admit to it um i want to go back to the hunter biden thing really quickly which what would be damning is what we never saw and what we haven't seen you'd think if there was something there the anyone that's against the Bidens would come out right now and say, "Well, look at the timeline. Hunter Biden gets appointed this position, and one month later, the Obama administration signs this executive whatever deal, clearing the path for Ukrainian and uh, American relations that was recent well, that was questionable or blah blah." blah. They have nothing like that. They don't have anything that shows Hunter Biden is appointed, and then a certain period later, this questionable, or even not questionable, but big deal goes through. And so that's, that's why the, there seem to be no merits to the whole Hunter Biden had some influence in the Ukraine. He was well, right. hired it seemed for like influence. he was just
1: prodding. It seemed like he was just prodding for something, you know? Right. He's just sort of out there going, I wonder if I can find something here. It's Just a case I can use it in the future. I mean, I, I don't think it was it was any like grand scheme he'd whipped up. I think it was just as simple as in his head, he's like, "Look, I'm I'm the head of one company. I'm talking to the head of another company. I'm going to see no, no, if we're I can talking about two help different things."
0: You're talking about Trump. I'm talking about the Bidens. No, but that's that's what I'm saying is I don't think
1: I, I don't think Donald Trump thought there was that much going on there. I think he was just kind of prodding around.
0: No, he did because there's what happened was uh, there was a corrupt prosecutor in Ukraine that the United Nations has said was corrupt. Like, there's all this evidence yeah. that everyone wanted this prosecutor fired. And because Hunter Biden had his name on the, yeah, this guy should be fired. And Joe Biden said, this guy needs to be fired. Everybody says he needs to be fired. And so he was fired because he was corrupt. And now Trump is trying to say, "Hey, he fired that prosecutor. That's uh, that's probably you know that's what's corrupt." Even though it's, it's-
1: well, yeah, but He clearly didn't have anything any of evidence other than that guy getting fired. So that to me again just seems like he's sort of prodding for shit. Well, you know?
0: I think it's worse than that. I think, but he just- didn't
1: he didn't think it was that big a risk because, like I said, he's he's just he's used to dealing with companies. So he viewed this. I think he, I think he really did at the time view this as a small thing he was doing.
0: I disagree with that. I'm, okay, I agree with you. Where I think he thinks it's or at no least big smaller deal. smaller than it was. Yeah. Well, I think he thinks that nothing his phone mail, little. No big deal. The problem I have is I think Trump is so monumentally stupid. Is there? I've read several reports where people have told him well in advance, before this phone call. There, there, there's a paper trail of people saying this Hunter Biden thing in the Ukraine is a big nothing burger. Ignore it. Right but he is so stupid that he still goes after it because he so desperately wants there to be no, something. I no,
1: don't, I, I don't think that he thought that the Hunter Biden thing was, was smaller, no big deal. I think that he thought that no, him no, talking the phone to the president no like this, right, like yeah, just asking no for that, I think he thought that was yeah. either nothing at all or something way smaller than it actually is because, like yeah. I said, he's used to talking with other CEOs and shit.
0: Right, I agree with you there. All right. Let's move on. No, Yeah.
1: I think he was hoping that the Biden thing was something and he was just doing something in his mind that was small to try to maybe prod and see if there's something. Hopefully there's something there. If not, fuck it. You know.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's let's go to this. I thought should have been a bigger news story. It was big for a day, but now it's gone. And I thought this would. I thought this would have legs. I thought this news story, like the Ukraine thing, has just been going on and on and on and on and fucking on. We can't escape it. I thought this news story would go on for several days or at least a week. Um, It was one day only. Twitter announces a ban on all political advertisements ahead of the 2020 election. That's huge because my entire Facebook feed is nothing but political ads. That's, they say, what, what helped Trump win the election is... You can have television advertising, which throws ads at a huge swath of anybody that's watching, but if you motivate people that you think are on the fence or lean your way, like, hey, we know you don't like this candidate, you might yeah. like that, when you can absolutely target your audience on social media by by breaking down age and income and religion. I mean, you can target on Facebook the fact that Twitter, and you can target on Twitter, too, the fact that Twitter has said, we're out that, that right, is yeah, monumental.
1: I well, I think they got scared. I think they saw that shit that happened to Zuckerberg, and they were like, "I'm not dealing with this fucking headache at all."
0: Well, but that's the problem. Is what did happen to Zuckerberg? He spent a day getting yelled at by AOC, but nothing changed. I mean,
1: it didn't. But I, if you're if you're Twitter, would you rather have a, a day getting yelled at by AOC or a day on a yacht?
0: You know, <laughs> that's a good point. I
1: didn't no. want the day on the yacht, man.
0: Unfortunately, I can't find it right now. I did see a response um news story it said uh that elizabeth warren bernie sanders and donald trump and others all respond to twitter's announcement and it was really funny because Elizabeth Warren said, great, this is good for the political process. Bernie Sanders said, great, this is good for the political political process. And Donald Trump said, this is the dumbest move ever. They could be making so much money on political ads. I can't believe it. If I was a shareholder, I'd be firing that guy right now. It was just a, funny. Like, he's so bottom line. It wasn't right, yeah, even yeah. anything other than Twitter could be making money off political ads. That's why it's bad. I thought that was... St- Goddamned amusing. Yeah,
1: it's 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 crazy, but I I don't know. I I think it's the right move. They're 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 keeping their fucking noses out of that shit, and they don't want to get called like you know Russian spies or whatever the fuck. And so I, yeah, I I would do the same thing if I was him.
0: Now, did you read down in this story something I thought was amazing? Uh, in response to what's going on with Facebook, where Zucker Korn said people can lie in advertising. Elizabeth Warren took out a Facebook ad uh, that said Zuckerberg endorsed Donald Trump for president, and she acknowledged in the ad this is a lie. That's but funny. I can run this lie on Facebook about Facebook's founder. That's genius. Yeah. I mean, I,
1: I, I kind of get what he, where he's coming from. In that, you know, it's, it's fucking freedom of speech. And if if people are too stupid to look shit up, then fuck them. You know, I like I and I I kind of get that to an extent. Um, well, like like I guess for example, one thing that never gets talked about at all that I sort of wish the media would stay on a, a little more is what the fuck happened with with Epstein. And you know, maybe we'll never know whether he actually killed himself or not. That's not the big deal. Him being alive isn't. He's not a good guy, but. He was part of a of a massive international pedophile ring that may or may not have involved, you you know, like world leaders and 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 CEOs and shit. And so we'd kind of like to know what happened there. And it seems like since he hung himself, it was in the news for about a week. And since then, I have heard more about Aunt Becky from Full House. Uh, should she or should she not serve any jail time, then, hey, what's going on with the biggest goddamn pedophile ring uh, the the world has ever seen or heard about? And so, my point is, if I then take out ads or or, or whatever talking about, hey, I I think, you know, the government or or maybe some some really rich CEOs that had some money to maybe throw at some some, some guards and a warden, I think they did this shit or this is what I think is I think you know the the Epstein thing was a conspiracy. Who's to say that's fake? If we're going with the what the government's saying, then I just I just made a fake political Facebook ad, didn't
0: I? Well, I, I have two thoughts. Um, one is that uh, I don't have this. St- st- I do not have these statistics in front of me right now. But in a couple of the articles I read and I'm making sure it's not in this one, they do talk about the percentage of people who receive their news solely from Facebook. And that's what makes it scary, is they do not take the time. So I hear you. There is something about if you just see this ad and you're too stupid to um, go find the truth, that's on you. But... If the only... That's how you end up with Pizzagate, the guy that goes and shoots up a pizza parlor because he thinks there's a pedophile ring in the basement, even though the place doesn't have a basement and Hillary Clinton's running it. Um, so that's one thought, is it is it does become a closed loop of bad information.
1: Right, it, it does, but then... what I, I'm not saying that there's not negative consequences to people being fucking dumb, you know, and, and people only getting their news on there. What I'm saying is... Who then gets to decide what's real and what's not? that's that's my point. Is that that's where it gets tricky. I'm not saying there's not a downside. What I'm saying is there's a downside to not letting people put what they want on there as well.
0: True, but I mean, there are vetting processes. The problem is, I guess from what I understand, again, this I don't have this article in front of me, but the problem is in regulation, you cannot put out a false radio or television ad. Right, but you can put out a false Facebook ad. So they, what AOC, from what I understand, was calling for is leveling the playing field. It's like, okay, if you're not going to self-regulate, um, because you can fact-check, you can say this ad is objectively false. Uh, hence the Elizabeth Warren, uh, Zuckerberg endorses Trump. You can see that's why I like
1: about that is I think it's good to point that that shit out. Man, is is look, you guys got to fucking be careful with what. What what you think is is true on there? I mean, it's it's sort of like how, you know, how a lot of people tend to call for uh, oh, people to be deplatformed and oh, this this person they shouldn't have a platform because what they're saying is so dangerous that you, you know these ideas they getting they getting. I I know that you're smart enough not to believe this, but the stupid people they'll see it and they'll believe it. Um, I still think. And, and and while you know, if it's something so extreme like yes, I, I don't think ISIS and 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 you, you know the Ku Klux Klan should be able to fucking recruit on Twitter or anything. Um, but with something like an Alex Jones, uh, if I if I had if I was talking to somebody who honestly believed that like shit that Alex Jones was saying was was true, that like you know a lot of what he had to say was true, I would. The way I would convince them otherwise is I would have them listen to that five-hour interview with him on Joe Rogan where he's talking about aliens uh, controlling the Pentagon from another dimension that... Um, right. You, you know, that, that what the generals are smoking DMT and communicating with them. You know, I would have them listen to that. I would listen to him talking about a a slave colony on Mars... That companies are sending babies to because after the twenty year journey they'll be old enough to work there. You know, I would. uh, It's like really. So do you believe him on the other shit? Because this, he's out of his fucking mind, and he's not even presenting those. It's like, well, you know, I, I don't know if this is exactly true, but a guy made an interesting argument. No, he's he's presenting this as if it is written in stone fact that these things are going on. So I would have them listen to that. He talks about interdimensional vampires uh, sucking the souls out of children. Um, he, it, it's, it's fucking... He's out of his mind, you know? Whereas if you're trying to shut the guy down and and you're, whoa, he's too dangerous to have a... Well, then I don't get that, do I? I don't get my ammunition that I would use... To, to to basically take his own ideas down which is him him talking into a microphone for hours
0: well I uh, I want to go back to I said I had two thoughts a while ago and I said one uh, so I have thoughts on the Alex Jones thing kind of not really it's sideways uh, but my old thought the Jeffrey Epstein that's I wanted to finish up that thought um I think that is going to come back around I it's you you said it's not in the news you want to know what's going on they said that they will continue down that path and investigate. Aunt Becky is here. She's alive. You can get pictures from her. You can have inside gossip. I will like-
1: believe that when I see that.
0: <laughs> that, that she's alive? <laughs>
1: no. That, yes, that's what I think. I think. I think they killed Aunt Becky, too. I think, I think she was helping Jeffrey Epstein uh, keep secrets on that island. But, no, I, I will believe that they are revisiting that, and they will come back to it when I see it.
0: Well, I don't think they're revis- I think it's ongoing. Uh, they said it would be ongoing, so my guess and hope is that there's an investigation right here, and it's just not interesting to report, and it's not sexy to report on an investigation until uh, there's information.
1: I see what you're saying. It's very idealistic. Um, I hope that you're right, Uh, but I I think the same thing is going on now to an extent that happened in Florida when, uh, you you know, the Trump administration... The deal was was made made and it went away? away. Yeah, yeah.
0: Fair enough. Uh, I guess time will tell. I I, I hope it's not false idealism. Um, but as far as the Alex Jones thing, uh, I don't have anything on him. Uh, I hear your point. I agree with your point. Uh, did you listen to the most recent, it was in the past two weeks, Rogan with Roseanne on, Roseanne Barr? No, I didn't know she was on again. She was, and I could not listen to it. The first time she was on during the middle of the crisis when she had the Planet of the Apes tweet. Uh, Apes tweet, yeah. That was fascinating because, again, that was someone one. that's insane, legitimately brain damaged. She got hit by mm-hmm. a car and has legitimate brain damage. She, this one was just sort of, I could only listen to about 15, 20 minutes. Was it just her rambling? It. She started in, and I can't, I can't do an impersonation because I don't really remember, but there was one point where she focused on something, but without explaining it. She said, well, like the number seven. And Joe's like, okay, explain. She's like, well, the number seven numerology. Seven becomes six. Then six becomes five. Then five be... And I'm doing it wrong, but it was something... She's out of her fucking mind. Yeah, it was something that insane where, once you know she's insane, once you listen to the middle of the controversy podcast, okay, it's like, okay, this explains everything. This is sort of like a bad sequel where you're just like, okay, this is just sort of sad. She doesn't make sense. She believes, like you said, she was talking about interdimensional travel and, uh, just bizarre alien shit, and whether I right. believe yeah. in aliens, fine. But yeah, I
1: mean i i blame um, I blame the CEOs and just all, all all the higher ups in you know what was that NBC that that was on uh, ABC ABC Yeah, it's like how do you not just I, and I, I know I know I've said this before, but it's like how, how do you not go back and listen to her and be like, okay, if, if we are going to take the chance of you, you know like having her sort of be a representation of our company we're gonna put somebody in charge of her fucking twitter account like somebody is getting paid six figures a year just to monitor what she's doing she is is on social media prison while she's making money with us because she's out of her fucking mind
0: and i i read stories that's sad. uh her daughter apparently i think i'm getting this correct tried to do that I think she has an interview, said yeah my daughter kept telling me get off Twitter I'm taking yeah, your phone yeah. I'm taking your phone and it still happened mm-hmm. so her daughter was smart enough to say uh, mom <laughs> let's protect what we got well
1: right but you, you've you heard how, how she is on the interviews I mean I, I can only imagine telling that woman no uh, when you're her daughter how well that would go
0: yeah that's true especially when you're drunk and on Ambien hey,
1: right I'm- She talked about um, her son, I I think one of her sons, his marriage didn't work out, and uh, he asked her why, and she was like, because she didn't listen to me, she wouldn't listen, you know, and and it was like, what, really, you're, what, what are you talking about?
0: Yeah, he grew up with you, he knows not to listen to you. Yeah, well, no, she
1: was saying that the wife wouldn't listen to her.
0: Oh, And it was oh. like,
1: okay, you somehow made that woman's life hell enough because she wouldn't, you know, let you boss her around and shit like that.
0: And then she left your son.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you were so overbearing that you made your wife leave your son. And... Uh, like, that's crazy. Quite- so, yeah, I-, I can only imagine how tough it would be to to take her... That's why, like, it has to come from the company. It has to come from, look, we're if we're giving you this paycheck... We have hired, we have an intern who we've hired full time and we're going to pay her six figures a year and she is, she's a sociology major from uh, Berkeley and her major was, you can't say that, you can't call them that anymore. She is in charge of your Twitter. So you, you text her 24 hours a day. She puts what you want to tweet on Twitter if, if it is woke enough for her, she has a pink crew cut. No one here likes her. She goes around um, <laughs> condescending everybody. No and, one here and, likes
0: her. Yes, yeah. yeah per, she's a total pain in the
1: ass to work with. <laughs> Everything is a microaggression with her. But she is your Twitter goddess. You you go through her. You need to you send it to that pink crew cut. And if it makes it through there, and it makes it past all the little pins, all the little political pins on her denim jacket. If it makes it past all those, then it then it ends up on 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 your Twitter and on your instagram
0: that's kind of what ashton kutcher does he was the first one to really embrace twitter and the first celebrity twitter user that exploited it uh, very well and it's because he has like an office where everything is vetted where he has yeah. an idea but it's not just ashton tweeting it's hey i've got an idea what about this tweet and it goes through a process and then makes it onto twitter it's insane but that is what he does
1: yeah yeah no I mean that's I I would imagine that's what a lot of people do but now but you know and and that's why I'm shocked they didn't do it for Roseanne because it's like you know I I get that they're not going to listen to literally every interview she's ever done but like how about you listen to one or two how about you watch the documentary where she ran for president on the Green Party ticket in 2012 and was out of her fucking mind like what, what do you how do you not have somebody controlling her social media or her all right. right yeah i mean you gotta you, you know she's one of those people if you're gonna she's gonna make you a pile of money but she is a huge liability and if you're not if you're not careful with it, it's sort of like those those people that get pet tigers and shit like hey look if you're gonna do that buy it get a good cage you didn't get a good cage you, you bought a shitty leash for for like a medium-sized dog and the fucking thing ate your baby and that's
0: on you I uh, This has nothing to do with anything, but you made me think of it. Uh, the best quote, you, I, I, we've, I've mentioned this to you. I think I've mentioned it on the podcast. We have a kitten. We got a kitten last month. And uh, the best quote I've ever read about cats in general is that cats are so pissed off and indifferent toward humans because they have yeah. basically 20,000 years of tiger DNA running through their, their, their blood and body. Oh, yeah, dude. And they are nature's most perfect killing machines, and yet we pick them up cuddle them and talk baby talk to them.
1: <laughs> oh just- yeah, you can see it when the when the when the cats bring in like an animal. They they don't give a shit.
0: Yeah. They're so happy. All right, let's do a quick two more stories. These are well maybe three more cuz uh, let's see if we can bang through them. Um, let's let's get fun at the end here. Couple furious after being booted from cruise ship for, quote, loud lovemaking. A German couple was on a Caribbean cruise in April, and uh, after they got done fucking, there was a knock at the door. I used the word fucking. It wasn't in the news article. But after a uh, session of passionate, is uh, the word, lovemaking, there was a knock on the door, and they had a talking to, which was told they had to leave the ship. Okay. Um, I, I, I... I have been with uh, women who like to express themselves, but when you get in cramped quarters... Not me, they're quarters, super quiet with me, man. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, I, I, I'd be fine on that boat. Well, I'm just saying, when you, when you get into cramped quarters, you have, to, you have to have some sort of self-awareness. You have to know where you are and how thin the walls are. You know, a, a ship, a hotel... Um, Anywhere sure. but the privacy of your own home. You have to first of all, you have to be aware of what you're like when you are having sex, and two, you have to be aware of your surroundings. So they can be mad, but if you're pissing off people and families, come on.
1: Yeah, look, the Disney cruise is not the place for that, German couples. What are you doing,
0: especially Germans? Keeping it on sex, Joe Nick. Jonas, Those are cartoon
1: characters, not
0: furries. Okay, this is a whole <laughs> different kind of party. Nick Jonas groped. During Jonas Brother concert, fans call out quote disrespectful behavior. Did you happen to watch the video of this? Yeah, and you know what? It was that same freaky German couple from the boat. I was <laughs> like, no fucking way! I didn't. No even way set they you did. Was, that. Wow, beautiful. they had a busy
1: vacation. They had a fun holiday.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's a girl rubbing his leg. You are a teen idol. You, when you walk into, I public, didn't watch the video. Stuff, I didn't know there was a video. No, it's yeah. it's a it's nothing it's 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 he's on stage and people are clamoring for him and they're you know they're they're, they they want to be with nick jonas they love him they're like oh my god i'm so stupid i like shitty music like the jonas brothers and one girl actually was able to reach out and touch his leg and she runs her hand up and down his leg and it touches his butt it's absolutely nothing you are a pop star this is not you did not get your dick grabbed and squeezed and, like, told to turn your head and cough. Distress. And plus, okay, if I, this I is hear Miley you're Cyrus and there's a guy doing it, yes, it's wrong. This yes. is the double standard we talk about. Yes, if exactly. There's, there, 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 it's not gra- threatening in any yeah, way. Yeah. No, yeah. That if Britney Spears gets grabbed, it's groping, it's wrong. If a yeah. teenager, 20-year-old girl touches Nick Jonas's butt, fucking shut up, you fucking fuck. I... I hear what you're saying I agree with it H- however I-, I am kind of happy
1: with his response because he is a massive pop star one that's hugely popular with young girls and you know who didn't care at all when, when, when young girls used to do that R. Kelly so it could be a lot worse is what I'm saying you know he could have he could have gone down a dark road with this but he didn't because the Jonas Brothers are are, 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 are true men of God and, and over age and you know age of consent that kind of thing
0: All right, last story. Let's get out of here. Christy Brinkley's ex-husband, Peter Cook, age 60, is engaged to a 21-year-old college student, Alba Janku. Um, This isn't love. Just knock it off. Quit saying, we have found each other, our soulmate. She's not your soulmate. You're rich. She wants money. You want to fuck a hot 21-year-old. She's not even that hot. You just want to fuck someone young. You're not soulmates. You have nothing in common. Who is this again? It, christy brinkley's ex-husband i guess he's a millionaire or a billionaire how or old is he like that he's 60 he, he's 60. 60 she's 21 yeah you're not yeah, it's, you it's, nothing it's weird pardon.
1: it's weird to think you know they they say god works in mysterious ways and uh you know sometimes he puts the soul of uh you, you know one twin flame soulmate into the body you know the he puts it in the uterus and he's like in 20 years he's gonna make that 40 year old man over there very happy You know, and it's just who? It's God. He works in mysterious ways. We, I can't, I can't claim to know God.
0: My wife and I are ten years apart, and that is the limit because she already does not get any of my stripes references, any of my uh, eighties references. Right. Anything I talk about goes over her head. It's. it's absurd. You want to fuck a hot chick. She wants to be with someone that's rich and inherit your money. Just just stop. Just stop with the soulmate bullshit. I would respect you if you were honest and just forthright with what you wanted. All right. That's what we got this week. Thank you for tuning in. Tell your friends to tune in. Write nice things about us. Contact us at jakevever.com and or nathantimmel.com. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. We will be back with you next week. Later.